Rogers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5. Yes. To the end zone. Touchdown. And a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Bouncing ball, the Suspangerberg, and there it is! The Brewers will punch a ticket to the postseason for the second consecutive year. Brewer fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for not only them diehard Brewer fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. And wow, did today they really revolved around beer as the Brewers celebrate clinching a playoff berth in Cincinnati. I'm Tyler, a.k.a. T-Plush, your host for the podcast and can be found on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. I am normally joined with Trevor, a.k.a. Sunshine Bender. Um, He is unable to make it with me tonight on this amazing night for the Brewers. I mean, whew. I'm still kind of decompressing from the win myself, but uh, let's just take a second here. Um, let's get wild. Like, I need a, woo, let's go, playoff bound Brewers, woo. Uh, I swear, I'm done doing that the rest of the podcast. <laughs> uh, that will not stop me from getting wild the rest of the postseason, though. But Brewers are back in. Uh, again for the second consecutive year, the first time they have done that since the 81-82 seasons. It's their sixth appearance in franchise history. They now have a record of 19-4 and in September. They clinched one day earlier than they did last year. And wow, <laughs> that's just incredible stuff. The Brewers will enter... Most likely, assuming the Brewers win tomorrow, most likely enter the uh, weekend series against the Iraqis, the last series of the year, uh, one game back, assuming they win tomorrow, um, of the NL Central, that is. Um, The Nationals won tonight, so we are still one game back of them, but keep in mind they do play the Indians the last series of the year, so (laughs) lots is still at stake here. Um, The Brewers obviously had lots of fun uh, popping champagne today and celebrating um i don't know what my favorite moment was this year obviously we saw yuger do is i don't know what that is the lawnmower type move um saw moose with a big ass cigar in his mouth uh christian yelich was there um brett Suter was just interviewed the raptor um and even he <laughs> you know described how this team's x factor is the chemistry and yeah it's been right and you know it really started when he came back i think my dad appointed this out to me that you know as soon as Suter came back he's like hey the dugout's having fun again i'm like yeah you're kind of right you know it kind of looked like the team was just kind of on like a, a business trip um throughout all the summer months um you know the gauntlet was kind of there ish but now it's really exploded and you can see this chemistry um within brewer teammates so Awesome stuff to see. Um, You just hope that the Brewers' road does not end here. 
I mean, on our next podcast, we will do our normal uh, series recaps as we had been. Obviously, today is an emergency pod, but um, coming out on Friday morning, we'll go over some postseason rosters for you um, because now I can't. I can't jinx them because we're already in, uh, no matter what. Um, so that's exciting. Um, going into these postseason games here, I mean, games, plural, hopefully there's going to be more than one. Um, we're going to kind of switch up the format of the podcast a little bit, um, which is something as a newer podcast um, we've kind of struggled with this year. We've switched it up a few times, but I think doing uh game recaps once the postseason starts here this will make sense so we are going to kind of switch to picking uh one star and one dud from each game Uh, and by we i mean hopefully when sunshine uh trevor is back with me for those podcasts um so that'll kind of spark our discussion and then we will go from there um if I back up to the first game of the red series I will give you guys an example here um my star of that game was Brett Suter. He came in and pitched three scoreless innings, lowered his season ERA to .52, um, which is just incredible. And no, sorry, I don't think he's going to pitch enough innings to qualify for the ERA title. <laughs> uh, that would be nice. Um but, you know, since returning, I looked up his stats today. He's been primarily a two-pitch pitcher. He's throwing the fastball at 72% and the changeup at 19.5%. Um, and then that's really it. I mean, the fact he's been that effective with just those two pitches is insane. Um, you couldn't expect anything else of a guy coming off Tommy John's surgery. Um, my dud from game one, um, sorry, let me back up with which the Brewers won four to two. Um, my dud in that game was Adrian Hauser. Uh, he only went four innings, uh, gave up two earned runs on 70 pitches. So not very effective. Um, in fact, you know, we're not expecting Adrian Hauser to be like this big stud seeing how the last time he went seven innings was August 16th. And yeah, many Brewer pitchers don't do that to begin with. Um, but the point I'm getting at is he needs to be sharp. If you're going to be uh, one of, you know, most likely the three in the starting rotation in the postseason, uh, you can't be giving up runs early, and you especially can't be giving up crooked numbers. Um, if you look back to his last four starts, he's allowed a crooked number in every start. Uh, he gave up two runs, obviously, against Cincinnati. He gave up two runs against San Diego in the third inning, um, which was a mistake pitch in which was homered by a guy's name. I don't remember how to pronounce because it's kind of irrelevant. Um, against the Cardinals, the start before the Padres, he gave up four earned runs, which was, of course, the uh, grand slam by Paul Goldschmidt when the Brewers got schmucked on a Friday night. Um, and then the start before the Cardinals, he gave up three earned runs uh, versus the Cubs again in the third inning. Um, that time he uh, beamed Addison Russell to start the inning, gave up a single, and then back-to-back doubles before recording the final three outs. Um, so, you know, for a guy who is basically contending to be one of the three, you can't be doing that. Um, and it's kind of been the theme with him all year round. Um, so... You know, with that being said, I don't. I'm not quite sure Adrian Hauser will find himself as one of the three, maybe four, quote unquote, starters uh, for the series come this postseason. Um, 
And then we obviously skip ahead to the game tonight on September 25th, in which the Brewers clinch their playoff berth. Um, incredible game. My star obviously has to be Ryan Braun. He hit that grand slam in the first, second inning, excuse me. Or no, it was the first inning. It was a huge first inning. <laughs> um, bases loaded, grand slam. Um, would you expect anything else from Ryan Braun? Like, really? <laughs> um, honorable mentions for stars this game is Keston Hira. Um, he hit a solo shot, had a couple hits. Um, but really, if you combine his AAA and Major League stats, he's at 38 home runs this year. Um, just around 100 RBIs, a little bit short, and then over a 300 batting average. Uh, so imagine what this guy's going to do next year with a full season with the Brewers. Um, it's kind of scary to think about. Um, and then my second honorable mention for a star of the game was Lorenzo Kane. He had three hits, so good to see the from the guy who also has three kids. <laughs> That's been his joke all year. I am such a funny person, I at least would like to think. Um, he did miss a uh, diving attempt on defense um, early in the game. He is he really completely whiffed, and you don't see that from Lorenzo Cain very often. Um, so hopefully that gets cleaned up. I mean, we saw Ryan Braun miss a sliding catch in Game 1 on Tuesday as well, so a couple weird defensive plays there that the Brewers don't often do. My duds for this game, uh, Jay Jackson is my number one nominee. Uh he just couldn't finish the job. I mean, he was up 0-2 on Aquino and Barnhart and then ended up walking them on, you know, back-to-back -back batters. <laughs> I mean, to be up 0-2 and then throw four straight balls is kind of a head-scratcher, but he, he struggled to put them away. In fact, he had all five batters that he faced that inning. He had them on two strike counts. Um, and Hino Suarez fouled off a few balls, um, but, you know, he eventually got out of the inning and did fine. But, again, it's one of those scenarios where it's like, dude, you're competing for a postseason roster. Um, so you're, you're monitoring everything that he does. And, yeah, he, he's been brilliant so far this September along with pretty much every other bullpen pitcher. I mean, pick one and you'll find a pretty low ERA. Um, but that's just me being a little bit picky today. Um Another honorable mention, uh, Travis Shaw, striking out with the bases loaded. I mean, I know the Brewers were just absolutely crushing the Reds tonight, but, you know, you, you need another moment here. I mean, I know you homered against the Padres in the game in which I was at, um, but you haven't done anything since then. Um, you pulled a Travis Shaw of 2019 with a strikeout. Um, and then in the second at-bat, he uh, flew out – um, on a ball that barely left the infield so you know it, it's weird to think about and I'll break down the postseason rosters on Friday morning for you guys but there's a pretty legitimate shot if you uh, look at the way the Brewers constructed at least their NLDS roster last year and how teams normally do it I mean there's a pretty good shot uh, Travis Shaw actually makes the postseason roster, which is weird to think about um, for most teams normally carry 11 pitchers for the first round only. Um, that's what the Brewers elected to do last year, and pretty much every other team does that. So, I mean, then when you're starting to pile a bunch together, a bunch of infielders and outfielders, I mean, <laughs> you don't have a lot to choose from depth-wise, um, at least on the offensive side. I think the pitching 
in the bullpen is where the tough decisions are going to come. Um, but yeah, in nine to two victory for the Brewers, it's, it's good to be back in the postseason. Uh, throughout the game, we saw Jordan Lyle start. He's, you know, as we know, has been brilliant. He went five innings, had six Ks. Um, Jay Jackson, as I mentioned, pitched that one inning with a couple walks, only not giving up any runs. Um, Alex Claudio came in, only threw nine pitches. Ray Black came in uh, in the eighth, um, gave up a hit, um, gave up a walk, but you know, struck a couple batters out on a hundred mile per hour fastball. He's another guy who I think is very much on that bubble of pitchers who will make it on the roster. And then Junior Guerra um, ends up recording the final out as the Brewers clinch um, a spot in the postseason. So obviously there are a lot of scenarios that could still unfold. And, you know, I'm not going to break them down tonight, but um, that'll probably be, I'll break them down on Friday's podcast entering the last series of the year a little bit more. Um, just for, you know, we need the Brewers to take care of business tomorrow and move within one game of the Cardinals, who the day after playing a 19-inning marathon of a game and losing, uh, ended up losing today as well. Um, the Diamondbacks put up, it was like six or seven runs on them in the sixth inning. Um, the Cardinals try to claw back, but they eventually end up falling short. So, Short podcast from me here today, um, but like I said, look for that podcast coming up on Friday. We'll break uh, the scenarios down a little bit more, and you know, enjoy tonight, Brewer fans. This is this is something that doesn't happen very often. Hopefully, it's a start of you know who the Brewers are going to be for many many years to come. They've kind of established this this culture here the last couple of years under David Stearns of being very competitive and competing for spots in the playoffs and competing for the division. So it's awesome to see. I mean, the worst thing that can happen right now is this is the last champagne celebration that the Brewers have this year. I mean, obviously you hope that's not the case, but I mean, count Craig council is a very humble guy and he says one game at a time. And yeah, he's right. Brewers have an early game tomorrow, uh, series finale playing against, or Luis Castillo will be pitching for the reds. Um, so as much celebrating as everyone is doing tonight, got to take care of business tomorrow. And we only got four games left in the series or in the season, excuse me, um, which reminds me that the Brewers are now two wins away from reaching 90. Um, so Ben Larson, if you're winning or listening, excuse me, um, I'm feeling pretty good about my 90 win bet this year. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, um, listen to Lockdown Brewers. He, he's mentioned it a couple of times, um, and he's obviously a very good host and talks about the Brewers daily. But until Friday, um, I will talk to you guys uh, via Twitter. I'm always tweeting out. Um, the podcast is found at Trilogy underscore pod. I am found at Tyler Kurth. Um, posting a lot about the Brewers, and I'll probably have another article coming out on Friday morning as well um, before I do some of that. So in the meantime, enjoy tonight, and go Brew Crew.